March 15th, Luke chapter 1, verses 57 through 80. Now it was time for Elizabeth's baby to be born, and it was a boy. The word spread quickly to her neighbors and relatives that the Lord had been very kind to her, and everyone rejoiced with her. When the baby was eight days old, all the relatives and friends came for the circumcision ceremony. They wanted to name him Zechariah after his father, but Elizabeth said, No, his name is John. What? they exclaimed. There is no one in all your family by that name. So they asked the baby's father, communicating to him by making gestures. He motioned for a writing tablet, and to everyone's surprise he wrote, His name is John. Instantly Zechariah could speak again, and he began praising God. Wonder fell upon the whole neighborhood, and the news of what had happened spread throughout the Judean hills. Everyone who heard about it reflected on these events and asked, I wonder what this child will turn out to be. For the hand of the Lord is surely upon him in a special way. Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and gave this prophecy, Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because He has visited His people and redeemed them. He has sent us a mighty Savior from the royal line of His servant David, just as He promised, through His holy prophets long ago. Now we will be saved from our enemies and from all who hate us. He has been merciful to our ancestors by remembering His sacred covenant with them the covenant He gave to our ancestor Abraham. We have been rescued from our enemies, so we can serve God without fear, in holiness and righteousness forever. And you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High, because you will prepare the way for the Lord. You will tell His people how to find salvation, through forgiveness of their sins. Because of God's tender mercy, the light from heaven is about to break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide us to the path of peace. John grew up and became strong in spirit. Then he lived out in the wilderness until he began his public ministry to Israel. Be strong in the Lord and mighty in His power.
that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. Psalm 58, verses 1 through 11. In words that seem unchristian to us, David denounced the unjust rulers of his day, people who promoted evil by condemning the righteous and defending the wicked. In a prayer that would probably not be amened in churches today, he asked God to judge sinners and establish righteousness on the earth. David used many images as he prayed for their judgment. Make them toothless lions. Let them disappear like water on the sand, or like the slime of a snail. Make them broken arrows. Let them be like stillborn children. Let them burn up like fuel under a pot. Let them be taken away in a whirlwind. A pretty strong language that David uses here in this passage of Scripture. You'll find similar passages in other psalms. These verses seem to contradict the admonitions in the New Testament. How should today's Christian respond? Well, because he was God's chosen king, David's enemies were God's enemies. No doubt his personal feelings were involved in these prayers, but his great concern was the righteousness of God and the good of God's people. You see, David had the authority to denounce national enemies— We have the privilege of forgiving personal enemies. But you cannot forgive enemies until you realize how wicked their words and deeds are. A holy anger against sin and a forgiving spirit toward sinners 
is the mark of a true child of God. The person who has no concern to oppose wickedness in this world does not know the sinfulness of sin or the holiness of God. That believer needs some backbone. Psalm chapter 58, verses 1 through 11. For the choir director, a psalm of David, to be sung to the tune, Do Not Destroy. Justice, do you rulers know the meaning of the word? Do you judge the people fairly? No, all your dealings are crooked. You hand out violence instead of justice. These wicked people are born sinners. Even from birth, they have lied and gone their own way. They spit poison like deadly snakes. They are like cobras that refuse to listen, ignoring the tunes of the snake charmers, no matter how skillfully they play. Break off their fangs, O God! Smash the jaws of these lions, O Lord! May they disappear like water into thirsty ground. Make their weapons useless in their hands. May they be like snails that dissolve into slime, like a stillborn child who will never see the sun. God will sweep them away, both young and old, faster than a pot heats on an open flame. The godly will rejoice when they see injustice avenged. They will wash their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then at last everyone will say, There truly is a reward for those who live for God. Surely there is a God who judges justly here on earth. Proverbs chapter 11, verses 12 and 13. It is foolish to belittle a neighbor. A person with good sense remains silent. A gossip goes around revealing secrets. But those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence.